Hello, my name is Chris Hansen. Welcome to my next Compass Point. Over the last few weeks, I've received lots of questions about the dairy industry and concerns around why we were being limited in our purchases at the store, why we weren't donating wasted milk to the food banks, and why they saw farmers dumping milk on TV. It was understandably confusing for many people, especially at a critical time when people needed food and they saw it being wasted on television. Hopefully I'll be able to provide some clarity and some answers to those concerns. These are the steps in the process that it takes to turn raw milk into groceries at your grocery store. The entire process from cow to processing takes less than 48 hours. We start at the dairy with cows who are milked two to three times a day. From there, the raw milk from the cow gets stored in a tank on site at the farm. These tanks typically have a storage capacity of 24 to 48 hours. From there, a truck shows up once a day to pick the milk up and take it to the processing plant, where we begin the process of making your groceries. We get into final processing, where your cheese, your milk, your ice cream, your yogurt, and other dairy products like butter are made. From cow to processing takes less than 48 hours. So you asked, why were my store milk coolers empty, or why was I limited to only one gallon of milk? The key here is a combination of factors. A 30% increase in demand for retail liquid milk sold at convenience and grocery stores, usually sold in gallon, half gallon, and quart sizes. That's an increase of approximately 4 million extra gallon jugs a day, every day. So why such a big jump? Well, we were staying at home, eating differently, baking more, and keeping the kids home from school. We also had some panic buying and, incre and, and increased purchasing. Kind of like any time we have a big snowstorm in the Chicago area and when we have what my family calls a French toast storm, an inevitable story on the local news showing the empty shelves of milk, eggs, and bread. Everyone bought more, just in case. Another factor is the processing plants that supply dairy products. There are processing and packaging plants for the various products and markets, food service versus retail. These markets have very different package size needs. Compare the grocery store shelves with gallons to the small half pints for schools or large multi-gallon containers found in dining halls and cafeterias across the country. Additionally, due to COVID-19, all of these plants had to slow down to start new social distancing and cleaning protocols. There were also slowdowns due to loss of employees, whether it was due to illness or their belief that they needed to stay home for their health. All of these challenges were only amplified with some of the choices made by the grocery stores. Some decided to limit purchases in an effort to prevent hoarding or because they had been limited in their additional purchases by their suppliers or simply because they didn't know what would happen next and they wanted to make sure there was always some supply for their customers. So why not sell the dumped raw milk direct to consumers or donate to food banks? This one is fairly simple and straightforward. Raw milk isn't like vegetables. It is not a consumer ready product. By law and regulation, raw milk in the United States must be processed and can't be sold or donated direct to consumers without the proper processing. Things like pasteurization, for example. They also need permits and licensing. And most dairies don't have on-site processing or packaging capabilities to allow the donation or sale. Okay, great. I understand what happened in those cases, but I still don't understand why a farmer would dump his milk. Well, Within a few days and weeks of the pandemic beginning, people started making dramatic changes in their lives, completely changing buying patterns and consumption patterns. 40% of the total dairy market belongs to the restaurant and food service industry. That business evaporated in a few short weeks. We were quarantined at home, we weren't eating out, and we weren't sending our kids to school. 
The plants that process dairy for these customers immediately needed less raw milk. So what you must remember is this. While demand at the store is higher, demand for raw milk at the farm is down because total demand is down and you can't change packaging and package sizes overnight. As mentioned in my egg video, schools played a major role in this decrease as well. As I said in that video, the United States has over 130,000 K through 12 schools and over 5,300 colleges and universities that all closed suddenly. These schools account for over 15% of all milk consumption in the United States. So overall demand for raw milk from the farm is down because of all these drastic changes. Then the processing plant slows production due to all their new protocols or employees who are ill or missing work. And what happens? The processor's storage tanks empty more slowly than they normally do. They can't take the next delivery of milk. And remember, most milk is processed within 48 hours of coming out of the cow. Reason number one for dumping, overall farm demand for raw milk has gone away quickly. This is what a dairy farmer might be looking at post-pandemic or after the start of the pandemic. Overall dairy demand has gone down. The processing plants have slowed down due to the pandemic. And they called today and told you that the truck won't be showing up to take your raw milk to the plant. Go back to the dairy. Your tank is full or almost full because you only have 24 or 48 hours worth of storage. And your cows are going to be giving you more raw milk in another 12 hours. What do you do? You have no real choice. You have to dump your raw milk. So farmers were in a bind. No place for their milk to go and no real way to save and store it. At least not for the majority of dairy farmers who don't have on-site processing. There's not much of a choice. It's a decision dairy families hated making. They were literally watching their hard work go down the drain. So what's being done to prevent this and help farmers? In recent weeks, the U.S. government has increased purchases of dairy products, which will help add to lost demand for milk. And there are many companies like Publix and Chobani who have increased their orders and production and will be donating these products to food banks and those in need. The U.S. government is also getting recovery payments out to farmers, which will help. Farmers are doing things on their own as well to slow down production by controlling and managing the things they can in a dairy to cut production. But this takes time. You can't just shut off a cow. In the end, this was almost a perfect storm in the dairy industry with conditions and consequences we've never seen before. I can assure you farmers hate these decisions that they have had to make, especially since U.S. dairy is one of the biggest family farming segments in animal agriculture, and many farms are multi-generational. This is the first time these dairy families have ever had to make these types of decisions. The hope is that in the future, the markets, processors, and consumers learn valuable lessons from this situation to create a future market that can handle stresses, be more flexible, and responsive to the market consumer, and producer's needs in a way that allows the majority of these farms to survive and thrive. Thanks for your time and attention. The next Compass Point will address challenges in our meat production and processing industries, especially pork. As always, if you have questions, please post them to our social media platforms, and I look forward to seeing you on the next Compass Point.